You're listening to the Small Business Talk podcast with Kathy Smith. Small Business Talk is a podcast for business owners and entrepreneurs who want a better way to run their businesses without spending years doing it the hard way. Small Business Talk is hosted by Kathy Smith, who has run the same marketing agency for more than 17 years and helped hundreds of business owners achieve their marketing goals. Welcome to Small Business Talk, episode 125. Today, we're going to talk about Facebook and Facebook for Business. And yes, we've talked about this quite a lot over the time, but there's lots of things that are changing and many things that are happening. And the way that you're using Facebook should or needs to change if you're not getting the results you need. So this was a workshop that I did with slides and it's on YouTube if you'd like to see the full video and we'll put that link in the show notes. Or otherwise, grab yourself a cuppa and enjoy because like last week's, it's a bit longer than normal. So I hope you find this of value, really like to get some feedback and if you've got topics that you'd like me to discuss, always drop me a line, smallbusinesstalk.com.au. Okay. And on to episode 125. Your marketing should make you money. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't. So what we're going to talk today is about Facebook. So let's get right into it. So thank you very much for joining me. Okay, so tips for Facebook in 2021. So there's 1.85 billion people log into Facebook daily. So people that saying Facebook no longer works, Well, that's an awful lot of people. So if you just get a small percentage of those, you'll be doing well. So Facebook is still the most popular social network, even though people are saying that it has dropped considerably, which it has. Um, But there's ways and means of making it work. And if you're concentrating on your audience and not everybody, it can be very, very lucrative for you. Okay, so a lot of people have said don't worry about business pages. Now, we'll talk about that as we go along, but you definitely do need a business page for your business. And the main reason for that is that you can get analytics and you can see where things are happening. Now, they are changing the way they're doing that, but you still will be able to get them through your creator suite, which is inside your business page. But when you're doing sharing, your personal profile is where you need to share from, especially into groups, and we'll talk more about that in a minute. So if your personal profile is not fit for the public, you either need to get a second one or you need to clean it up a bit because it is the face of your business and it is the face of you. Okay, so thinking about who you're actually going to target. So speaking to everybody is speaking to nobody. So you really need to look at your audience and see who is the best for you. So what their age is, what their location is, and all of those kinds of things. So even if you think about Facebook, Facebook didn't start off with world domination. It started off with one university in one place in America. And then it was a few universities and then it went to world domination. So if you think that you can talk to everybody, unless you've got the budget of Facebook, you're probably wasting your time. Okay, so what's the best way to get your audience and keep them interested? 
So this is a really cute little cat on a computer, but will it work for everybody's business? No. Yes, you'll get some likes, you might even get it to go viral, but unless you're a vet or maybe a computer technician, it's not really going to help grow your business. So you need to think about what works best for your business, your personal business. So the problem with following everybody else and what they're doing, it's going to work for them, not you. So the best thing is to experiment. See what works. Keep a track of what you're doing. Ask your audience what they like and what they're interacting with. And just remember, you just need to keep tweaking it all the time. And remember that social media, especially Facebook, is a conversation. They want you to be social. That's why it's called social media. So real sales, and for those of you who know me, this is one of my biggest things I'll say over and over and over. You've got to be real. It's got to be your stuff. If you're just regurgitating whatever your company has said or um, that whatever you're picking up from stock photos, that sort of thing, you'll find it really difficult to get any traction because it needs to be real. People want to know about you. So they want to know what's behind the real person. They also want you to be authentic. So if you're a very vibrant, great, exciting person, then that needs to come across. If you're not, then don't try to be that person. You need to be you and you need to be authentic. And real photos and real videos of your products will always do so much better than the manufacturer's products and those stock ones that you can get all the time. And people want to know about you. They want to know the personality about you. So I don't like being in front of camera particularly, but it does so much better. As you can see on this one, it was kind of a, it was showing me but not showing me. And it was in January, so it was nice and sunny and beautiful. And it did exceptionally well. And as you can see, I haven't really put very much there. I've just basically added my personality to it. And then this was another one. And it was just one of those days where it was hot and I was in between clients and I was rushing around and I thought, no, I'm going to just sit down and have lunch. And it was just beautiful. So I took a photo and once again, it did exceptionally well because people want to know about you. They want to know about the person behind the brand. So if you think about years ago when you would go to the corner shop, you would actually talk to the store owner and they would know who you were and how it went. I can remember being a child and I would go and stay with my grandparents in Melbourne and my grandmother would take me down to the butcher's shop and it was back in the day where they still had sawdust on the floor and we would walk in and the butcher would call her by name and then he would say to her, oh, I've just got some steak in. I know your husband really likes steak. Would you like me to to cut it nice and thick for you. And he knew all about my grandmother. And of course, she felt special. And yeah, definitely, she would buy that steak. And that's what people want to have these days too. So we don't do it in person like we did, or not nearly as much, but we can do it with things like this. And that makes the difference between you and everybody else that's selling a similar product to you.
Okay, so you need to think about what kind of content you're going to be doing. And as much as we don't like it, video actually works. And it is for that exact reason, that people can get to know you. They can hear your voice. They can see you. And they can go, yeah, I like that, Kathy girl. She resonates with me. Oh, no, I don't like her. I'm not going to go anywhere near her. And it's very quick to either get people to come to you or get people to run away. And don't be afraid of people running away. That's actually a good thing because they're never going to buy from you or if they do, they're going to be those problem clients. So just make sure that you are one way or the other and attracting people to you or, like I say, getting them to run away. And then there's other ways you can do it too. We'll talk more about stories in a minute too. People may not know what they are. But basically, if you've got a website, sending stuff back to your website is really good because you don't control Facebook. You don't control where the information's going or the way it's going. So if you can send them back to your website as a home, then that's when they can find out more about you. And Facebook's very difficult to search as well. So anything that you want to have a bit of longevity, it really needs to go back to a website. What shouldn't you do? Well, we won't dwell too much on this, but there's a few things there you, you can see. We don't like icky. We don't like overly sales or spammy. And you'll find if you do do these sorts of things and you get reported or if Facebook thinks you're doing the wrong thing, you will get your reach cut down very quickly. Okay, so the feed is basically designed to give you the best viewing idea. So what they will do is Facebook will actually customise their feed to what you've been looking at. So that's why sometimes people will say, oh, I see lots of this or I don't see lots of that. So if you're not interacting with content, then you won't get shown it again. And it's the same with your audience. So you really do need to make sure that they're getting things that evoke emotion. So whether it be a good emotion or a bad emotion, depending on what you're doing, it just needs to get some sort of response and therefore they're likely to react to it and comment and interact with it. So obviously you, you want to get the, the best, but sometimes a, a little tearjerker doesn't hurt depending on your audience and what you're trying to achieve. You also need to make sure that you're audience understands what you're doing so tell your audience that you understand them as well so that you are talking to that one person we've all seen those ads pop up and you think oh gee they're in my head they must know who I am and that's because they've got the messaging correct for you and at the end of the day we're all on there looking for some sort of entertainment or to have our problems solved. So basically, any kind of transaction, especially selling transactions, you need to solve a problem. So offer to solve their problem. So we're not saying about evoke emotion. Look at this. Doesn't that look fantastic? Now, these are little cupcakes from a, a local business here in Bunbury in the south of WA, and they are just incredible. They just look so inviting. In fact, they look so inviting that you don't actually want to eat them because they're so beautifully made. They've always got a splash of colour no matter what the season is, but it actually looks great. 
And these are the type of photos that this particular cafe owner uses. And it really does make a difference. So create shareable content. So when you're thinking about things going viral, it's because other people have shared them. So if they're too overly branded or very specific to you, then they're not likely to get shared unless they are that kind of personal content where people want to comment and that will also help to get it shared. So will someone who doesn't know you personally care about your post? So like I said, except for the personal content, you just need to think about that. And you need to engage with your audience and make sure that if you are getting comments or messages, that you are replying to them. Even if it's just something like a smiley face or a thumbs up, if it doesn't need a whole lot of um, commenting, you just need to make sure that that's important. And if it's been a public comment and you've replied to them by a DM, a direct message, just make sure you actually put on the comment on the public versus one to say, we have spoken by DM or I have DM'd you, just so that other people know that you have um, commented and that you have actually spoken to the person. And it also tells Facebook too, because if you've got a whole stack of unanswered comments or messages, that can also help to um, have your reach knocked down, which of course is not what we want. Okay, so if you can't take photos of your business, you can use stock photos at a pinch, and here's a few sites. But if you're doing that, go a couple of pages in. So if you've done a, a search on maybe flowers, don't use the flowers that are on the, the first and second page and try to be a bit more specific with your search as well. So instead of just using flowers, go pink roses or something like that and then move a bit further in. But as I've said before, it's far better to have real ones and real will do far better, but stock photos are better than no photos. And especially if you're using something like Canva, um, which is a free app, so canva.com, you can then actually put your own text on, change the colours, modify them a bit and quite easily. Don't panic, it's actually easy. Um, and that will make them a little bit different, which will then add in your personality and make them look a bit more real. Okay, so Facebook and videos. Mark Zuckerberg really wants you to use video and he's trying to overtake YouTube. YouTube is owned by Google, so YouTube is Facebook's biggest competition in the video space. So they're really, really pushing videos. Now, there's a few ways you can do videos. Obviously, face-to-camera is best, but if that's not your thing and it's really going to stop you doing it, you can do a collection of photos, and there's a lot of apps now that you can do it when we talk about stories in a minute, and they are videos. Stories are videos. Um, so that can be an easier way to get around it. You can also do voiceovers. So if you're not happy with your face on camera, then try using your voice. And you do get used to it, I can tell you. I um, started doing a podcast oh, three years ago now, and when I first did it, I didn't like my voice at all. Now I can do it. So now it's um, getting a lot more into me doing lives and that sort of thing. But it really, really does make a difference. And if you're not talking to your tribe, you can bet your competition is. So you really do, unfortunately, in this day and age, have to put yourself out there. 
Okay, so 79% of marketers are already using video. So if you don't want to get left behind and you want to make a cut through, you do need to use video of some sort. And here's some ways that video works. So it's engaging. It boosts your organic reach. It creates a conversation. It performs that top of funnel content. So the things that you want to get them to click on. And it also works really, really well with paid advertising. We're not going to go into that today, um, but video does work really well there as well. So make sure that you are posting your video natively onto Facebook, not through a third-party app. So that means you actually have to put it up in um, when you do your post is include your video there. Don't use a link particularly to YouTube. Like I said, YouTube is their biggest competition, so they will not share your um, YouTube videos very far, if at all. So native video gets 10 times higher reach than any other video that you put up. So just make sure that you are actually doing it as a post and then uploading your video that way. And video is most important for paid, most affordable for paid ads, like I just said. Okay, so stories. Stories are little videos. Now, they only last 24 hours, so you'd think, why bother? It's because people interact with them. And it's also because they're relatively new. So Facebook are sharing stories out a lot further than they are just your feed stuff. So it does generally get a lot more visibility than things that are on your feed. You can also um, put your stories onto your wall. So just remember if you're doing a story and you're doing it through something like your Instagram app, which is a really easy way to do it, to save it back to your phone. There's lots of different apps that you can use. You can actually also do it through Facebook itself um, if you go through your creator suite and um, that's you do need to have a business page to do that. But any basically little um, video that you make is perfect for stories. Now, depending on how long you've had your business page, where you're located in the world, that sort of thing. Stories can be 15 to 30 seconds. Now, they are saying that they're going to be going longer, but that 15, 30 second mark is a, a really good thing because we're all busy. We just want quick. So really do look at doing stories. Okay, so people buy from brands, but they also buy from people. So the stories then can make it more interactive and people will then buy from you. And you think, well, how can a story make them go to my website? Well, you can have call to actions, but it's all about that know, like and trust. So now they've heard you, they've seen you, they've seen something a bit funny. So now they want to go back to your website. And if it has been something that was a product or something like that, they might want to know more. So the thing with your products and especially on stories is don't tell them what it is. Just show them the glam and the excitement and then they need to click to go back to your Facebook wall or your website, which is even better, so that they can get more information. And stop selling. Add value. So we've all been on the different walls and had our feeds full 
of people just going, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, and it's boring. So you really do need to make sure you're adding value. So showing them how to do things, making sure that you are giving them value. So we've got Emma on the call and she has the most fantastic, beautiful makeup and she does it in the most incredible ways. So she can get on and do a little live on how to apply the lipstick or how to apply that stage makeup that she's using. So she's not actually selling anything there. She's just showing people how to use it. So that is adding value. So if you're always doing selling, people are not going to like it. So the value is what will make them interact. But you do need to give them the option to buy. So there's quite a big difference between selling and being able to buy. So if you're just saying, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, that, sorry, yeah, buy my stuff, that is different from giving them the option to allowing them to buy. So just make sure that you are adding value, but you are occasionally letting them know that you have things to buy. I mean, it's the old McDonald's, isn't it? Do you want fries with that? Most people wouldn't ask for fries, but if they are asked, then that gives them the option to buy and they will quite often do so. So just make sure that you do have a good mix of value, but don't go the opposite way where you've only got value and then people don't know you've got anything to, for them to buy either. So there's great debate about hashtags. Do they work? Should we be using them on Facebook? So every couple of years, Facebook says, we're bringing them back. We're going to have them again. Now, apparently this time it's really going to happen, but only use three or five. So if you are doing it on Instagram and sharing it across to Facebook, make sure that you then put your hashtags in your comment, not in your caption, because in Instagram you put a lot more than you do on Facebook. So if you just share it straight across with that big block of hashtags on the bottom, one, it looks ugly. And two, people are not going to be happy about that. And then Facebook will actually knock your algorithm down and not share it. So just use roughly three, five probably excellent max, and use them as um, a highlight. So something like su support small business, you could have that within your text and it gives it a bit of a highlight because, of course, with Facebook you can't do bold. Um, you can do capitals. But just be very, very careful because all capitals is shouting on any digital platform. So it's better just to have a couple of little highlights to show the important points. Okay, so they're still testing them. They're saying they're going to come back, but we'll just have to wait and see what actually happens there. Okay, groups. Groups are definitely amazing at the moment. So what Facebook's doing with groups is it's giving you a lot more reach. And the best thing about groups is that people don't have to have had any interaction with you before at all. Some of you actually may be on this call because you have saw it in a group. So you may not have seen me before. You may not have heard anything about anything that I've been talking about. But because you saw it within a Facebook group, you were then able to click on the link and go from there. So Facebook groups are fantastic. Um, there is 400 million people using Facebook groups currently. So that's an awful lot of people, but don't be spammy, 
okay? So you can have your own group too, which is great because then you can control the messaging and that's another way to get out to people because, like I said, they don't have to have seen you before. Um, they are pushing to have most groups public now. So just be thinking, if it's not something that you can walk down to the local shopping centre, scream at the top of your voice and have your grandma here and be happy, then don't put it on Facebook. And deleted is not deleted. So keep your dirty laundry off Facebook and just make sure that you are putting things that are appropriate and that you're happy for everybody to hear. Okay, so good things about groups are they're long-term, consistent engagement. They are a little bit easier to search through depending on um, how many posts and how many people you've got. Once they get to be big groups, they're more difficult. So once again, keep sending them back to our website. It improves your organic reach. So if you've got a post on your business page and you're sharing it into two or three groups, then you will get far better reach than that and you will also get far better traction because people can see it. Um, strengthens connections. So it helps to bring in that local knowledge, that trust factor. And you can find people that are interested in you that may not have seen you anywhere else. So share and receive information. So sometimes it's a great place for you to get information as well. So groups are definitely a big thing in 2021. Okay, so like I said before, people are saying that organic reach is dead. Well, as you can see here, this went viral. So this page only had 700 likes on it at the time, but it went to nearly 24 people. And the reason it did that was because of the shares. Now, some of those were just shares from private people and others were shares into groups. It also had a lot of engagement. So the things that Facebook look at to whether they're going to share, whether they're going to push things out to a larger audience is your comments, your shares and your engagement. So if you can get all of those happening, you can get a viral like this. Um, it worked really well for this business. Would it happen again? Well, depends on all those circumstances. So yes, it may, but not all the time. And for people to get things to happen viral all the time, it takes an awful lot of work and it really is left to the Facebook gods. But it certainly can happen. And this was a local business in Bunbury. So it definitely can happen down here in the southwest. Um, and it can happen all over the world, no matter where you are. Okay, so when you're doing your sharing into groups, you will share from your private profile. Most groups won't allow you to share as a business. So try to actually join as a business first. Um, and then if you're not able to, to share, then go to your private, private profile. So like I said, just make sure your private profile is suitable for that. And if it's not, either clean it up or look at getting a second one. Um, you will need a different email address to do that and you will need to make sure that you um, tick off all of Facebook's boxes so you need to do all your privacy stuff and that sort of thing. And make sure you're not that person that is going into 15, 20 groups and it's all the same content 
because the people that are following you who are liking you will get annoyed with that very quickly. So if you are doing quite a few in a day, make sure you space them out and don't do them all in one block. And please, please don't be spammy because nobody likes spam. Okay, so as of today, the page likes are going. So they're going to be called follows and we're going to have followers instead. Um, so just be aware of that. If you've been trying to get people to like your page in the last couple of weeks, you will notice that that has gone as well. So just remember to ask your friends, family, clients, anybody that you know or anybody that you're networking with to make sure that they are following your page. Okay, done is better than perfect. So with any of these things, you just need to get on and have a go. Get some stuff out, have a look at it, see what's working, see what's not. But definitely done is better than perfect. And you need to be providing solutions to your audience's problems. So if you're just doing nice fluffy stuff, you beautiful cats and all of that sort of thing, you're not going to get any traction. So you need to be actually thinking about the things that your audience is thinking about. What keeps them up at night? What are their problems? And answering those. Make sure you do share into groups because that's a really easy win. And posting at the right time. So by using a business page, you can go in behind that and have a look at your analytics and see when people are interacting with your stuff. You can't do that on your private profiles. So that's the best reason to have a business page is you do get so much more information and you can see basically who's looking. So the demographics, male to females, um, I think they've got other now as well. So it gives you a, an idea of who's actually looking and then age range, location, all of those kinds of things. And ask your customers, ask them what they want, ask them what they'd like to interact with, ask some questions. Um, polls can work really well. Sometimes they don't. Um, so just you just need to try. But just put different things in your feed and basically ask. So use Facebook as part of your marketing strategy, not as your whole marketing strategy. There's been lots of businesses, particularly at the beginning of the year, late last year, that got shut down for doing the wrong thing on Facebook. Now, there is no recourse. If you've done the wrong thing, your page will disappear. And if you've built your whole entire business on Facebook, you may or could and have people have done lose their business overnight. So just be careful and make sure that you are following their rules. So like I say, make it part of your strategy, not only your strategy. Okay, so we've got some new features coming up in Facebook. There's a whole stack of stuff coming. Some they've released and some still on the way. But what they've released today is that they're going to have a thing called Bulletin. And this is where we're going to have people that can create. At the moment, it's invitation only but it's going to be for articles and podcasts and videos, that sort of thing. That's all for us for now. So we will see you again next week. 
Don't forget to subscribe to Small Business Talk Podcast and head on over to smallbusinesstalk.com.au forward slash downloads for all the show notes and links to this episode. Remember, to be great, you must start. Pick one tip from today's episode, take action and implement it. Let's meet again next week at the same time and place. Until then, take action. And SBT community, enjoy your journey.